0: Yeah, yeah, of all the ways I thought it was going to happen, but I never thought it was going to be over pizza with Dave Dresden. You know
1: <laughs> What's up, Passionate DJs? You're listening to the Passionate DJ Podcast, and as always, I'm your host, David Michael. Thank you so much for listening to today's episode. We have a lot to get into, but I want to introduce today's special guest for our main segment, he goes by the name Intel, and we actually had him for a live event, and we were supposed to record a, uh, an interview with him on the spot at that live event, but things got so crazy and hectic and actually went really well. Uh, but we didn't really get a chance to record that interview. So we did one here in studio um, If you're a subscriber to our YouTube channel at youtube.com slash passionate DJ You may have already seen a couple of short clips with Intel uh, being interviewed uh, in other uh, pieces of content But what you really want to check out is our latest video that we posted to our YouTube channel with Intel it's the full performance uh, from the live show and we put a lot of effort into it it was really actually turned out pretty cool Uh, it's the full two hours and 15 minutes so you know it's not something you maybe want to break right now and go listen to but it's a great thing to have on when you're you know working in the house if you have a smart TV I like turning them on on my on YouTube um, and just playing them in the background while I'm doing things, uh, but it's also a good one to just skim through and check it out, and kind of see what it is that we're doing right now with Passionate DJ, uh, and why it's taking so long for these podcast episodes to come out. So I do apologize for that. Uh, I know that uh, you know some of you passionate DJs are primarily audio podcast listeners. You listen in your car, on your you know when you're taking a run or something like that, and uh, so I am mindful of that. I am aware of it. Uh, The reason that the podcast has been a little bit sparse basically all year uh, is mostly because we've been creating so many different types of, uh, you know, new types of content and we're we're having a lot of fun with it and uh, if you're a YouTube subscriber you already know some of the things that we've been doing. Uh, I highly recommend that you check out that Intel mix, uh, especially if you're into, uh, like I am, sort of melodic dance music. It was four to the floor stuff, so kind of progressive house, maybe slower trance kind of sound, uh, and just really beautiful stuff, and it really was perfect for the tone that we were trying to set for this event and actually this series of events that Passionate DJ is getting itself involved in. So we're going to talk a little bit about that with Intel when we get into our interview here shortly, Uh, but I want to go through a few things here uh, before we do that. Um, just personally, a couple of off-topic things, other reasons that there's been a little bit of delay getting this episode out, besides the fact that we couldn't record the interview on site. Uh, personally speaking, I've got a new dog. She's a Golden Retriever. shes They said she's four years old. We think she's a little younger. Her name's Zora, and she's sitting just out of frame, being a very, very good girl, which I'm going to say in the most monotone voice possible, uh, or else I will totally ruin that. She is a very attention-hungry, and uh, honestly, the sweetest, sweetest dog I've ever seen. I mean, she jumps on you like she, she thinks she's a lap dog, even though she's got to be 80 90 100 pounds but she jumps on top of you and then just wants to snuggle all the time and so she's actually here in the room with me which sounds familiar you know Colin my other dog also likes to hang out here in studio so I'm uh, taking advantage of the moment that I can to take this recording while she doesn't recor- uh, require my direct attention so uh, she's wonderful uh, the name Zora if you're a Zelda fan like I am um, uh, the Zora people are like uh, water type like fish people in the the zelda franchise and the first thing that she did when i brought her home was jump into our pond and when i say pond i mean like it's a little decorative pond this is not like a like a small lake kind of pond okay this is like a little waterfall water feature in her backyard and she immediately went, whoa, you, you got a swimming pool and jumped straight in and went for it. And so, um, yeah, we're big Zelda fans. And so we de- we decided her name was Zora and we call her Z and she's taking a nap, being very good. So um, another thing uh, that I got myself involved in, the Trans Am Nationals, uh, a lot of, you know, I'm a car guy. And so every year, uh, other than last year, for obvious reasons, I go to the Trans Am Nationals. I brought my car out. Um, And uh, the reason I bring that up is because I had it all nice and cleaned up and shiny for uh, another event that we did at the same spot as this Intel show, and it was called Caffeine & Gasoline. Uh, When I say we, this wasn't a passionate DJ event, it just happened to be at the same place. Uh, But I wanted to go and support the spot which is called HQ DOIT. Uh, You also may have heard me refer to it as Solidude or Solidude HQ in the past on other pieces of content. I think they've stuck with the name HQDYT, uh, which for if you're an an out of town or international listener, uh, basically just means headquarters Dayton. Um, A lot of people are just calling it the warehouse or the spot, Um, but uh, they had kind of a, a cruise in or a car show there and Tony and Fatty Lumpkin played there and there were a bunch of cars and they took pictures of cars and it was a really neat thing. Uh, So yeah, really into this HQDYT spot, Uh, so I want to talk a little bit about what that even is uh, before we talk about the event that we had. So uh, basically it's a 12,000 square foot warehouse, literal warehouse. And they're turning it into sort of a creative space, um, sort of a shared space to do different, you know, artsy things. Um, I think they're setting up a stage for stand-up comedy. Um, they have, you know, painters come in and just basically anything around, you know, uh, video, audio, uh, any kind of creative pursuit. They basically want to get involved in that. Well, they also have a, a large outdoor lot that backs up against the uh, Great Miami River and right next to it are some railroad trusses and the train goes by every I don't know 30 or 40 minutes or somebody in Dayton will correct me and they'll, they'll know more specifically but every once in a while you know once or twice a set uh, a time slot the train goes by and it's just a really neat spot because the the sun sets behind the river and behind those railroad trusses and it just makes for a really uh, touchy feely, feel good kind of outdoor experience. And so we wanted to really use Passionate DJ and use this new series of events to kind of show off that space for them. And so we kind of worked together and put our heads together and we've started this new series. So um, basically we got um, a bunch of people together. Uh, Tony basically spearheaded the entire event. Uh, We put it together. I'm not going to talk too much about the specifics of it today because we're going to create a uh, piece of content. It's basically a mini documentary called Day of the Big Show. Uh, We've done this before for a Paul Oakenfold show and we're going to try to make that into a series as we do some of these uh, events. Uh, We'll talk about, you know, how we get the sound set up and how we had to work with the artist and all those sort of behind the scenes things. And so we're creating a lot of content for Passionate DJ around this new space. Uh, We had an artist come out, uh, Jade's Gems is uh, her, I'll put the uh, Instagram link below. That's her um, her artist page. She came out and uh, painted a big mural for us. Um, and she's actually uh, going to keep doing this, uh, you know, doing kind of specialized pieces for, for different events that we do. Um, we had drones. We had, you know, like high-speed camera shots. Uh, we had a food truck. Shout out to Fat and Rich, who uh, provided some amazing tacos and uh, all kinds of stuff. I just had the tacos. <laughs> but... Uh, it was just a really cool thing and and the whole night was really special because, you know, for people here in Dayton, this was kind of the first night back out sort of thing uh, since the pandemic. And so there was this, everybody was really excited and, and when people showed up and once the event really started. It was really cool to watch because, I mean, there were a lot of, everybody was smiling and there were a lot of dancers and, and it wasn't super packed. It was it was a good turnout, but um, there was the sense that it was really needed. I, I heard that a lot. Like I heard a couple of people say, like, I really needed something like this. It's been too long. You know, thank you for, for providing this experience, you know, so on. And so uh, we're gonna keep doing it. So um, we actually are doing one this coming Saturday. That'll be September 18th. We're bringing our, bringing our friend Xander back in as the headliner. Uh, you'll remember Xander from the show here. We've also posted mixes from him in the past. Uh, really great stuff. He's a DJ producer out of Columbus, Ohio. Uh, we also have Matt Freeman and Ron Mills playing that show. If you'd like to know more about that show, if you maybe live in the Midwest, uh, if, you know you can make it to this show, and you hear this in, uh, in time, just uh, get into our Facebook community group uh, you can get to that at passionate dj.com slash community or uh, just make sure you follow the passionate dj page and uh, keep an eye out for those announcements um, you can find the address on there and all that kind of stuff the first event was really neat because it was very uh, we took a lot of inspiration from the rave days so we didn't really directly promote the show like at all we we did create a digital flyer. Um, Freeman Design Company created one for us. Um, but it was just sort of like passed around on text. And then I think me and Tony eventually posted it on Facebook and it, it got shared a little bit. But we didn't post an address. Uh, we didn't We didn't say really much about it. Um, it. was It was very word of mouth right up to the, the last minute. And so it was. It felt kind of ravy in that sense, which I thought was a, a pretty cool vibe. Um, so we're looking forward to having Xander out on Saturday. We'll be doing um, once again creating a bunch of content around that, recording the show, and uh, we hope to get that to you soon. So we're also going to uh, hopefully do a uh, event in October. Uh, that one is to be announced. So keep an eye out for that. The other thing I want to talk about is because we're creating all these new kinds of content around Passionate DJ, uh, especially around YouTube, uh, I've decided that it would be a good idea to break out some of our content into a second channel, specifically all of these DJ mixes and performances that we're recording now, because, um, while I think we're doing something really special there, uh, we're, we're bringing some, some pretty cool, um, we're really trying to bring people into the dance floor and like into the event and kind of behind the curtain a little bit and, and show what it was really like to be there that night, rather than just giving you like a plain boring forward shot. Right. And so I think that, that that's a really special thing, but it's not what we've established the passionate DJ YouTube channel around. Um, And statistically that's more hardware reviews and how-to content and just talking about dj stuff uh, dj news um, even just touchy feely type of topics Uh, passionate dj right Um, that's what we've kind of built our brand around and especially you know that's what our youtube audience responds to so what i've decided to do is break out into a second channel for those performances it's literally called passionate dj performances and uh, it's brand new like at the time i'm saying this into this microphone there are zero subscribers so the easiest way for you to help me out with this is to go to passionatedj.com music and it'll forward you straight to that new channel Um, give it a subscribe um, and hit that notification bell if you want to get those notifications when we post these new mixes because we're going to stop posting those to the main channel and there's a few reasons that i'm i'm doing that um it benefits you and it benefits me and it benefits youtube to do this uh, basically if somebody is joining is subscribing the main chant to the main channel because of a review of the a track mixer or something like that or like they saw my guide on how to become a dj and they they find the youtube channel and then they subscribe to it, and then they just get a bunch of music, they're either going to unsubscribe, they're going to stop paying attention, or um, they're going to click on it and just watch for a few seconds and then click off. And those are signals (laughs) to YouTube and to the algorithm saying, hey, your audience is not engaging with this content, right? So a a lot of you who are listening right now, especially podcast listeners, you're going to be one of the super fans probably. So you, you probably want those mixes and that other content um, but maybe you you don't want those mixed up right so now we have those broken out into separate channels you can get separate notifications for those you can subscribe to one or the other or both it's kind of your decision uh, if you don't want a bunch of music showing up in your subscription feed, then you don't have to subscribe to that or you don't have to hit the notification bell. It would still really help if you'd subscribe, please, please, uh, especially on a brand new channel. I'm a little nervous to split our audience in this way. So if you are a super fan, it would really help us out to go and follow that second channel. So, uh, once again, passionatedj.com slash music, it'll forward you straight there. And I'm going to launch that channel with two other mixes from this night that we're talking about, um, Uh, the after party section, basically like the, the after, after the headliner part. So when Intel was done, we had a tag team set between Trip Turlington and Matt Freeman, who uh, most of you will know. And then, um, a new guest to the podcast, Aaron Austin also jumped on for a while. So, um, when I, and it, he had some other people come up and mix with him too, and so I'm going to call that Aaron Austin and Friends. And so we'll have those two mixes going up hopefully within this week. So go give it a subscribe, hit the bell if you want to get those notifications. And uh, by the way, just one more, uh, just doing my due diligence here. On individual videos, the like button is a pretty big thing on the YouTube algorithm right now, supposedly. So if you do like a video, it really helps us out to just take that two seconds and boop, hit that like button. If you're watching the YouTube version right now, you might see behind me there is a shipping box behind me and inside that is, drum roll, a Play Differently Model 1.4, which if you've never heard of that, you're gonna want to check this out because this is uh, basically like a high-end, I don't know if I want to say boutique mixer, but it's, you know, they're not in clubs all over the place. These are the mixers that are used by the likes of uh, Richie Houghton and Nicole Madaber and, and um, you know, like techno DJs specifically, because it was like a Richie Houghton um, sort of collaborative project. Um, I'm really excited to have this mixer in my hands right now. Um, shout out to the DJ Hookup for hooking it up. Um, so I'll be creating a review for them. Make sure you go check them out as well, uh, the DJ Hookup on YouTube, Um, and then once I'm done with that, we'll be creating some other content around this, uh, probably do some audio analysis and other fun stuff to see what this mixer is really about, so uh, definitely stick around for that. A couple other quick bits of DJ news, and then we'll get into our interview with Intel. Um, I keep talking about wanting to create a uh beatport link and beatport beat source link reviews uh mo dingo and i have both been kind of poking around at that um and (laughs) we've sort of been putting it off because it sort of keeps evolving um every week and the latest is uh the latest beta for tractor actually supports uh beatport and beat source link integration uh, which we were complaining about that Tractor didn't have that before, and so now I'm sort of like Tractor is my my preferred software, but they've been you know lagging behind as we've brought up many times. Uh, so now I'm sort of like oh, maybe I want to check it out in Tractor, and uh, so we'll be uh, poking around at that here pretty soon. Uh, also. Uh, there's now Serato support, uh, HID support for the CDJ 3000s. So a lot of people might not know this, but the CDJ 3000s actually didn't launch with direct. Uh, when I say HID support, you know, using your your uh, CDJs like their DJ controllers, um, that is now finally uh, integrated. Um, so if you uh, even have access to CDJ 3000s yet, I know uh, they're uh, kind of hard to come by still, just like a lot of things are in 2021. Um, but uh, they do support uh, direct uh, Serato support now one thing though if you have an older piece of Rain gear and um, I'll have to put a a list in the description um, but I think it's like the Rain 62 64 and uh, like the SL 2, 3, and 4 boxes um, one of those sort of legacy products uh, they're going to drop support from Serato so um yeah might be time to start putting an upgrade in your um not so distant future plan and finally pioneer dj has announced a new plan for record box uh it's called the record box professional plan and basically it comes with uh, a few things the most notable thing is uh, uh, the cloud unlimited plan with Dropbox Um, but what they do is it makes it so that your music files don't count against your storage so if you're storing music it's unlimited storage if you have this record box plan if that makes sense Um, it also has an auto upload feature you can set your record box software to uh, automatically upload new music to the cloud you can uh, sync your library on up to eight devices including uh, you know mac windows ios android so on y- your device library backup so you can back up your record box library to the cloud and then restore it at any time so you have that uh, security feature uh, so one thing worth checking out uh, if you're invested in Recordbox, and i think that's pretty much going to cover everything uh, i've rambled on long enough i really want to get into this interview with intel uh, definitely go check out youtube.com passionate dj and uh, passionate dj.com slash music follow both of those channels if you're not already and uh, let's get on to our interview What's up, everybody, and welcome to the Passionate DJ Podcast. I'm your host, David Michael. I'm here with the homie, Tony DeSero. And our special guest today is the one and only Intel. How are you guys doing? Anthony, thank you so much for being here with us today and for actually making a second trip all the way from Columbus, Ohio. Uh, to talk about uh, the reason that you came down the first time uh, for us here at Passionate DJ which was to play an amazing set and do what it is that you do as Intel Mm -hmm. so um, I guess let's start with uh, who you are and uh, what it is that you do right now and then we'll talk about how you got here
0: all right uh, yeah my name's uh, Intel Um, I'm a progressive house producer and DJ from Columbus Ohio Um, yeah and that's basically you know okay. who I am.
1: So how did you get into, uh, let's say, creating music, or was that your introduction to this, or did you start with DJing, or what's what's your musical history?
0: Yeah, so I got into DJing actually by total accident. Uh, I was in bands growing up. Uh, I got my first guitar in like fifth grade. Um, so all throughout high school, uh, you know, me and my bands, we always wanted to play shows. But uh, the one thing uh, venues would always tell us is, you know, you need to have recordings of yourself. <clears throat> So I started recording my bands, and then from there, I realized I could make entire songs without them, and I could do it on my own time. And uh, I kind of got into synthesis. that all started because we wanted to put keyboards and whatnot into our songs, but none of us knew how to play. And uh, by the time I got to college, I was accidentally making house music. And uh, my roommate at the time, He's like, when are you going to start DJing, man? And I was like, what? <laughs> I'm not a DJ. I play guitar. And he, like, a couple of YouTube videos later and a cheap MIDI controller. You know, I've got my first gig in Athens, Ohio, the last semester. Of, okay. Uh, so,
1: so rather than starting from DJing or production, which is the story of most of our people, uh, you, you almost started as... A recording engineer
0: yeah yeah I went to Ohio University for a uh, record engine record engineering so oh, uh, I was actually like learned I learned how to uh, record bands okay. and whatnot first and uh, do a lot of post audio for films and then uh, the production stuff that I do is Intel just kind of fit you know right in with it And that kind of took my love rather than being in a studio recording bands I kind of like the producer side of it so that's kind of where I started to focus
1: and about how long ago did the Intel project as we know it start
0: uh, I think we're on like nine years now I wow, think 2011 okay. was when I actually came up with the idea and started it yeah and
1: and has it always been kind of a uh, well i don't want to describe yours. <laughs> you tell me what the sound is and um, how it started and maybe if it's evolved how it how it has
0: it's funny uh, yeah the one thing i can kind of say is you know in between over the years i've kind of experimented with bass music i think i have a couple drum and bass okay. or dubstep songs but no it's always been progressive house um Actually, in 2012, I saw Avicii for the first time, and uh, that's kind of... You know, before that, it was a bunch of downlink, excision. Uh, You know, I remember Mm -hmm. fighting the Shambhala mixes, but... uh I saw Avicii once and it was just like, dude, what is this? And that, he was actually my first experience with Progressive Where House. Where did you see him? Wow. Uh, Toronto in a, at Veld Music Festival, nice. so oh, yeah. yeah. There was actually an American artist that was playing before him that was bass music and uh, me and my buddies were all pissed. We're like, wow, why, why does it, you know, dubstep? And <laughs> after two hours of Avicii, we were like, forget it. What was that? We need yeah. more, like, so.
1: Yeah, so you've worked, I, I was kind of uh, crawling over your website and, and scouring with it. You know, you've, you've played some cool places and, and some cool gigs, you know, either with or following or before some some cool djs uh maybe you can share a couple of your favorite experiences there
0: uh yeah over the years uh i got to actually i was on the i played with lane eight for the first this never happened tour and i always say that was actually my favorite show that i can never talk or nice. show photos of because there's no photos at that uh, concert but uh cosmic gate was another really cool one. Oh wow uh, matt zoe was a pleasure to open for um Gabriel and Dresden and Grum, which are probably, you know, the two artists that have helped me the most over the last year and a half, were definitely highlights as well.
1: So. Yeah. Yeah. Let's talk about that. So I know that you've had at least one or two Gabriel and Dresden remixes. Is that one? Yeah, one. Yeah. Uh, what was the track name again? I can't remember.
0: It was a remix for their track Luna.
1: OK. And yeah. so um, I, I don't know if we're allowed to play a clip or not, but if we are, we'll, we'll drop it in here. I don't know how much you're allowed to talk about it, but how how did it come to be that uh, you know a prolific group such as that uh, w- w- you know they caught the attention of Intel? Yeah, and actually, vice versa.
0: Actually, Dave told the Dave Dresden told the entire story on Twitch, so I think I can okay. probably tell you. Uh, <laughs> no, it was crazy. Um, I, I opened for Dave. Uh, he the Gabriel and Dresden tour came through Columbus in August of 2019, and uh, I got the call to open for it. And, uh, it was crazy. The the DJs there typically weren't opening their shows properly, so he reached out to me about, hey, like, what are you going to play? He found my Spotify, (laughs) and uh, he started freaking. I was like, bro, send me this demo. Send me that. Like, I want (laughs) to... Wow. He he's out of nowhere. He was asking me, and he's like, don't play this one tonight. And he ended up playing one of my songs in his set in Columbus. And uh, Wow, that's he, great. Yeah, wow. mind-blowing. I thought it was going to end there. And then after the show, he was like, hey, you want to like go get some pizza? Is there any pizza shops open? And I was like, who, meet me? <laughs> <laughs> but uh, from there, wow. we, he was super, super nice. We just talked the rest of the night. And uh, through that, we ended up uh, exchanging some demos. And he approached me probably two or three months later and asked if I wanted to remix a song off their album that was about to come out. Wow. On
1: Amazing. Amazing. <laughs> what an incredible. Incredible story. Yeah, that's yeah, great. It, I mean, what a what a compliment. Yeah, to, I mean, because you know, so many people spend so much time spinning their gears about like, what's the right way to promote myself, or how do I need to get this in the hands of just the right person, and and you just did what you do and proved yourself, and it it happened naturally. I mean, just what a cool thing to be able to say yeah
0: yeah <laughs> of all the ways i thought it was going to happen i never thought it was going to be over pizza with dave dressing you know <laughs> I mean, like you know i know i've made a million yeah. done a million things wrong over the years but for that to be the one that was right yeah it was pretty in cool.
1: columbus ohio <laughs> yeah. yeah yeah and so uh that uh, you have had since uh, well in the past couple of years you've had releases on anjuna deep or Anjuna Beats?
0: No, this was actually my first release with Anjuna Beats. And what so, was? Uh the Lunar Remix. The, yeah, that remix was, right.
1: And so and that I'm sorry, that happened when then? Uh January of this year. Oh, that was this year. Yeah. Wow, that's <laughs> more recent than I realized. Okay. Yeah. So, so um and then you've you've had releases on uh what's uh, grom's label uh
0: deep state recordings Yeah, i released with them in february of this
1: year so, so is there is there a similarly amazing story behind that <laughs>
0: uh you know actually no shout out dave he uh after i ended up landing the luna remix uh he, he asked me to send him more demos specifically to send uh to grom and uh Then ensued a year of being ignored, and then finally Grum got back to me and was like, hey, man, we really like what you've been sending us. Uh, We'd like to sign you, and so that's kind of where I'm at with them now.
1: Awesome. Wow. Um, So do you – when it comes to – I'm going to ask you the same question, but in two contexts, if that makes sense. So either as a producer or a DJ, if they're different, Mm -hmm. when you're creating or playing music, what emotionally – is it that you're going for, as far as when there's when there's a crowd? What are you trying to emote to them? Is there's is there an answer for that? I mean, is there what what describes the Intel yeah. feeling?
0: Oh man, I don't know. You know, I always call it a you know. I really want to tug on your emotional strings you know I'm trying to create a journey and outside just a DJ set with a bunch of bangers you know I'd like to have a roller coaster of up and down we might get real soft in the middle of it but it's with the intention of bringing it back up you know for the end um, but above all else you know I think there's always going to be a focus on melodies within my sound um, and you know people call it trance but uh, you know it's, it's around 124 to 126 BPM right. so I mean Progressive house, melodic techno, I think maybe that would be how I would kind of describe it. But the melodic techno word I kind of try to stay away from. <laughs>
1: I, I get it. I mean, it, it, it's almost like you can't say it, but trance but slower yeah. is everything <laughs> I love about electronic music. So, exactly. it, you know, it, that's going to kind of lead into the uh, what, what got us talking on the podcast here in the first place, which is the uh, event that uh, we all kind of threw together at the warehouse and i'd like to spend a little bit of time talking about that because passionate dj hasn't thrown in, in live in-person event since like 2014 mm-hmm. uh... for our, a one-year anniversary so it was something that uh, tony largely uh, spearheaded uh, he put together a team actually started when i wasn't even in the state <laughs> from, from concept to execution it was like bam 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 like a week and a half or something like that mm-hmm. um, and just this amazing evening came out of it, uh, largely thanks to the, the sounds that you, you brought and what you're describing tonight. So, um, I guess let's explain to the audience, because this is kind of our introduction, I guess, to to a lot of the podcast listeners, uh, what it is that we did. So, uh, we started talking about, you know, we've been doing a lot of uh, YouTube content, recording music sets performances and uh both for twitch and and youtube and we sort of had this little idea to have a little outdoor something or other Uh, at the time i was calling it uh, patio music because we were only planning on having it started out 20 or 30 people and then we said well we'll do 40 or 50 and and then it turned into what it actually was (laughs) but um it really went from that saying, that phrase patio music to like a a little over a week later was like rave time. Uh, So I think it really showed that people are really itching to get out and do things and really to experience music together again because so many people haven't had that for so long. And I think it was a really special thing. So um, I guess that, as it relates to the set that you played, um, would you say that that is a... Uh, a typical sound for intel or you know what i mean because it was very it was everything that we hoped it would be yeah. which was that kind of <clears throat> deeper darker progressive housey uh, trance tinged kind of sound mm-hmm. but i don't know if that's what you always do you know? Do you do you stray from that? Do you do more EDM ish stuff or more? You know, do you lean houseier or you know? How does yeah. that go for you?
0: No, what, what I did for you guys that night actually is why I appreciated the heck out of it. Is because like to me that is the perfect entel set. I get to start groovy and then you know awesome. for me getting crazy is like 126, 127 yeah. BPM, too. which is like you know <laughs> where I ended. up so yeah, to being able to tell that two-hour story. <clears throat> Especially after the pandemic with all the new music I yeah. hadn't actually gotten to try out. Yeah, I definitely think that was like an accurate representation of what I would like to bring to the table every time. Now, pending, you know, if you're on the f- opening for artists or whatnot, you know, you kind of got to bend that a bit. But yeah, I yeah. definitely think that's kind of what I aim to do every time.
1: Awesome. Awesome. Yeah. So yeah, that, I mean, uh, so for the listener, um, Intel was our headliner. And we had um, House Cat, which is our friend Will, Firecat 451, but he played as House Cat as he does when he plays for the floor stuff. Um, and we had our friend Jack Sheese, a.k.a. Mr. Shifter, on the show. And then uh, you played your set, which was amazing. And it was, it was super cool because uh, – well, I, so I just want to go ahead and mention, after the set, we also had kind of a fam jam. So we had uh, Matt Freeman, uh, Trip Turlington, Aaron Austin from Columbus – uh, Marcus for a few minutes. <laughs> 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 Shout out Ronanichi. Which felt like a few um, hours. <laughs> I'm not missing anybody there, am I? I think no, that's everybody. That's everybody uh, so we got we, we recorded just an amazing <clears throat> shit ton of footage and, and all this music. And so we're definitely going to be publishing those sets. Uh, so definitely follow the YouTube channel and all that stuff because... We really leveled it up. We worked with uh, a couple of other content creators and uh, video producers to, to really come up with something that's uh, kind of exciting. You know, a lot of cool drama shots. We had drones. We had, uh, you know, the, the venue was right next to the river, and the sun set behind it as Intel was playing the headlining set, and there was uh, the train trusses, the yeah. trains going by every, it I was don't know, Dayton. half an hour. It was Dayton. It was so Dayton, <laughs> and and it's, we really just are super excited to be able to share that little bit of Dayton with our passionate DJ audience and show what it is that we love about this stuff, this kind of ravey, oh, yeah. you know, feel-good, lovey-dovey party <laughs> that ended up coming out of it because everybody was just it was just all smiles, man, and so just I mean, thank you for for the music for sure. Oh, well,
0: thank you guys for having me out too, and that's actually the first time I've ever played a sunset set. So like getting able mm. to kind of time that up as they got dark. I mean, I had a lot of fun. It with was that, so great. So. <laughs> yeah,
1: yeah, I, I can't wait to post the the YouTube version of your set. It's it's going to be incredible. I mean, we we got some great shots with the drones and the sunset and the just multiple angles and overheads, and I think it's going to really fit the, the tone of your music. You know, it, it just... Because Tony came to me and he's like, bro, I've got this this artist he just had a release on in Juna and we've got this venue where the sun sets right over the river and I'm like, keep talking, keep talking, <laughs> keep talking.
2: That's what it kind of meant to be though was just a, a, a landscape with, you know, kind of like Circle does their thing but on a smaller level yeah. like a Sunday Funday feel. That's all it was going to be and then I... I just couldn't let it rest at that, you know? Like, no. Um, No, it
0: turned into a full on party real quick. Yeah, (laughs) and and, you know,
2: there were five carloads of people that showed up at midnight thinking that it was going on to wee hours in the morning. So there was. uh, yeah, yeah, it was it was pretty badass. Yeah, we
1: so we pushed close to two hundred. Is that correct? But yeah, it
2: was it was one fifty. It would have been two hundred. had we stayed open. Yeah. Past twelve because again there were people showing up at twelve. Like yeah. It,
1: and and it was it was really neat because it was so I don't know how how much you know about this but it was pretty much an unadvertised party like it was all old school kind of rave style word of, sort of old school. Yeah. I mean we were using our smartphones and shit but yeah. <laughs> <laughs> word of mouth you know yeah. the address uh,
2: didn't go out until 2:30 in the morning friday
0: yeah into yeah Saturday morning. i
1: mean it was it was totally it was it was not a public event it wasn't entirely a private event it was like uh, you bring someone if they're cool you know and yeah. and it totally was it was totally perfect i mean it was for for a launch event for where you know we had cameras and things all over the place and we weren't sure really what to expect and for all the hard work that, especially Tony and uh, Bobby and uh, everybody, the team that you put together, I mean, everything really went off without a hitch, the, yeah. the whole thing. And uh, there's there's a whole lot more to come from both that location and that concept in general, I think. Yes. So a lot more kind of on-site, uh, takeover-y things, I think, are that's going to be in the future for Passionate DJ and, you know... i'm really happy that we had an artist like you to to kind of launch that concept with yeah it's all
2: i mean it was it was all within the network because he had played one of our uh three-dimensional first fridays Mm -hmm. yeah yeah. therapy and then jay which worked at psg with me manages so it just like it you know it all fell into place
0: it was meant to be it really was that whole night that whole concept it worked out I say when I sent the address to my aunt and uncle too, they're like, Holy shit. Is it like this underground? Like I was like, yeah, don't give it to anybody.
1: <laughs>
0: <laughs> yeah. Oh, your balloons are still there too. Like oh, deflated,
2: awesome. but they're there. That's <laughs> no, all good. Oh yeah.
1: yeah it, was, it was your yeah, birthday, birthday yeah. S- celebration. Yeah. I even yeah. mentioned that part. So yeah. yeah. Well um, shit.
0: After the last year of not being able to play any music, I couldn't have like thought of a better way to like ring in 20. I didn't like sharing it with, you know, the city of Dayton and all you guys. So,
1: yeah. Yeah. So, um, well, we I guess a gift. L- little bit about the, uh, the venue where we did this. Uh, I am not sure how big the lot is, but I know the building is what 8,000 12,000 12, square, square feet. Mm-hmm. So just big old warehouse. Um lots of possibilities and it doesn't belong to us, but it's uh, Tony's working closely with the owner and uh you know Tony's going to be working closely with him on a lot of events and so there's there's lots more to come from that and we've already been talking about the possibility of, you know, taking the concept elsewhere and all that, but this place is cool because, you know, they had Uh, they had a room to set up where we were actually supposed to do this podcast episode and i just never made that happen but um but it was cool because they they really catered to all those needs they're in the process of building like a stage and all they're going to do all kinds of different types of events so i think it's going to be really cool for uh people in dayton artist resource center yeah artist resources so yeah, basically anybody who's a, a painter, a musician, a you know a DJ, anything like that, and has a, a comedian, has a reason to have a creative space where they work with other creative people, this is probably going to be a place that comes up. And they'll likely be working through Mr. Tony Decero. Yeah. So that's pretty cool. Absolutely. Uh, what else should we say about the venue? Uh, Do we want to shout out any names or anything?
2: Uh, Kale? Megan? Yeah kill marker um, yeah shout out megan?
1: um megan um mike Harmon. um mike yeah mike did a lot oh, of yeah. did a lot, a lot of dope. video production work for us uh, mo dingo of course uh he had another he actually had another obligation that day but he uh came out and brought his fancy camera and got some uh fancy shots later um what's what's mike's uh, production Mike Harmon? Yeah, does he have a production company or does he just work as himself? No, I think he's okay. Mike Harmon. I just wanna shout him out and give him the <laughs> plugs if he does. So yeah,
2: we can tag him too um, on the socials and our stuff with the with the yeah. media content. Um, yeah. Jade for the art. Jade. Uh, Bobby, Chris Cahill for the for building that whole thing.
1: Uh, Jeremy yeah. Street. Um, yeah, man, it was came a lot out and did a lot of setup. A lot
2: of love, man. Katie Day.
1: Katie Day did the pipe and drape yeah, uh, Those setup. drapes
2: behind. Yeah. Yeah, good. we had a
1: lot of compliments about the uh, the curtain setup behind the DJ. So I hope you guys uh, appreciate that. Yeah. Uh, what well, was
0: the food truck? The food truck was phenomenal. Yeah, fat, fat and, and rich. Fat and yeah. rich. Yeah, that, and and that place was great. Oh yeah. Uh, Phat yes. and
1: rich. Uh, yeah, they were awesome, and it sounded like they're uh, they're down to do it again. Yeah. So uh, we had. I mean, we had the we had dancers. We had uh, the. Uh, we didn't have poi, but, you know, hoops and lights and, you know, the, the girls doing all the fancy dances. We, I mean, it was just – it had that whole vibe that night. Um, and I, I, I just think that location is so cool because of the – I mean, it, it literally is a stone's throw away from the Great Miami River. It's got train tracks that run right past it. The sun sets in just the right place. And we have – so basically it's like a truck loading dock is where we built the DJ booth. And then we you know, projected a bunch of lights and stuff on the side of it. And then it kind of goes over a, a lot. So the DJ booth is raised four up feet. from the crowd. DJ's
2: in the warehouse. Though. Yeah, we're in the, the, the warehouse. Ground, so four, four, no, five feet.
1: Yeah, five so feet. it was interesting to watch people react because we called it a warehouse party. But we kept saying outdoor and people were like. <laughs> so then we were like, we have to really think about the wording of this, which I think was outdoor warehouse, outdoor warehouse. rave pop up or something like I don't that.
2: Think we said, I don't think we used the word rave. It was just outdoor warehouse pop-up. Warehouse pop-up. Yeah, Jay, That's what yeah, it was. Jay wanted to make sure we put the word warehouse in there. Yeah. yeah that was a good good call on his behalf, yeah. yeah.
1: So I look forward to seeing what Solid Dude HQ has in store just overall because it's, it's just such a big, empty canvas right now. Yes. And, you know, there's there's possibility for us here at Passionate DJ to do not only more outdoor shows like that, but possibly do some indoor stuff and, mm-hmm. Kind of change up the vibe, Uh, tried changing the times up a little bit, Yeah. do some nighttime stuff. That's one
2: thing that we talked about as well is is starting, because it was, uh, the doors were at five and it was so hot, so by the time the sun went down, there was a a little group of people that left because they were so hot and tired, but had we had started at seven and then you still have done the eight to ten, I think it would have, but oh no it went fucking pretty amazing yeah oh, no, I,
1: had a damn, I had a damn good time shout out yeah. VL too yeah. thank you yeah yeah thank you
0: jay <laughs> <laughs>
1: um, so we'll yeah. definitely have to do it again
2: man yes, yes definitely absolutely definitely. um the outdoor will probably be sometime next year in the spring when the, when the weather's right but yeah definitely, definitely want to have you back definitely man. i'd love to
1: um, are you going to stick around in the studio today and play some tunes for us yeah, here as yeah, well? Definitely. Awesome. Yeah, definitely. Yeah, yeah. Um, what do you plan on sharing today? Uh, just some new tracks you have? Is it stuff <laughs> you're working on?
0: Uh, I exported two new ones yesterday, so I guess oh, I'll, wow. see oh. how, I'll see hey, how they okay. sound. Yeah. No, that, Forgi- that, forgive me if the masters new aren't fresh. properly. <laughs> yeah. All right.
1: yeah. uh, that's cool. So I, I do want to ask you a couple of uh, quick questions that I try to ask everyone. Mm-hmm. Uh, and one is, do you have any terrible awful bad dj gig stories or at least hilarious <laughs> stories
0: you know dude when i was in college i used to do all the uh, sorority and fraternity like midday stuff and uh i'm not gonna get into them but yeah those are pretty <laughs> weird. those can be pretty weird like on a sunday afternoon <laughs> at two when you got a bunch of people rushing a fraternity or sorority but uh no i've been pretty fortunate uh i've never been removed from the decks before um no, I feel really lucky. I really don't have any too bad of horror stories outside, like flash drives, having like emergency loops and shit. But, yeah. yeah. Uh,
1: and then kind of the opposite question. Do you, do you have like a, a favorite gig moment?
0: Yeah. Uh, shout out my buddy, uh, DJ B funk, Brandon Thompson. Uh, when we were in, uh, shout out Brandon, yeah, yeah, I love Brandon. He was actually the first person to book an Intel show. And he's probably like my oldest mentor. I owe that dude a lot, but, uh, he used to do the Halloween stages and, um, in Athens and, uh, My junior, senior, and then the year I graduated, after I graduated, he brought me back. But, I mean, being able to play on that campus to a packed street of people on Court Street not see where the crowd ends and, like, be surrounded by, like, my favorite, uh, you know, some of my best friends that I started DJing with, uh, that's probably, like, one of my best memories, yeah.
1: That's awesome, man. Yeah,
0: yeah. Yeah, we've been trying to get uh,
2: cross paths again with Brandon as he's up here because his wife is from, from Miamisburg area. So when he comes up, we try and get him in here but we haven't had him yet definitely soon miss that guy man oh yeah where did the name intel come from
0: oh shit <laughs> uh you know i don't really like the origin story but this is uh <laughs> what it is uh you know so we were talking about back like when intel started 2011 2012 uh, dubstep tra- started to be the predominant, uh, the primary genre in uh, the united states so uh I was the weirdo playing electro house or progressive house, or you know, four to the floor type stuff. So uh, Entel was born because uh, I wanted to give you the Entel on music you hadn't heard before. I I like it. it. Yeah, but but you know, it just took on a different meaning to kind of keep pushing myself, make sure I'm not getting stagnant and make sure, you know, but i am also giving myself the intel on or you have impression.
2: the intel of the future that they don't yeah yeah exactly it, it, something know? like that
0: but yeah that, that's kind of where the name came from was just trying to be different i guess i mean especially where i was at at the time everybody was playing dubstep so i just wanted to make sure that like hey i'm giving you the intel on a genre you should yeah. be listening to nice. yeah, dope. yeah. I like it
1: besides electronic music uh this is kind of the what's on your ipod question like what do you like to listen to
0: Oh, dude, a lot of heavy metal. I don't know. Slipknot. Heavy metal. Uh, okay. A lot of Slipknot. Uh, uh, Texas in July is a good one. Uh, Red Hot Chili Peppers are actually my favorite band of all time. Okay. Uh, and recently I've been on a really big corn kick. I don't know. I watched their Woodstock 99 set the other day. It's just <laughs> had it on loose. <laughs> but uh, yeah, Freak on a Leash. Yeah, <laughs> definitely. But a lot of rock music when I'm not uh, listening to electronic music. So yeah.
1: Nice. Okay. Know. Rock Boy. Yeah. <laughs> Um, and we one thing we didn't really talk about was uh, gear what do you play on at home and what do you prefer to play on uh, both uh, hardware wise and also like platform Serato or
0: oh uh, shit I actually tractors my favorite software but I don't think I've, I haven't used that for like six or seven years um, I just play on CDJs now yeah but, uh, yeah just easy flash drives anything that you can play off record box for the most parts what I prefer but uh, I, I can use tractor and Serato if I need to so yeah
1: yeah cool uh, anything that we're skipping over as far as the uh, that we want to mention about the warehouse and upcoming performances and things mm. no. I think that's probably enough to to tease with and then yeah. we I mean we've got a lot of great sets we've got at least four or five uh, great sets coming out of that so yeah. that's gonna be that's gonna be pretty dope all right. Well, I'm looking forward to hearing what you're going to play for us today, man. Yeah. Um, you came all this way, so we don't want to make you d- chat the whole time. We'll let you do what you do. <laughs> do so. yeah, yeah, do the thing. So, uh, yeah, you've been listening to the Passionate DJ Podcast. This has been Intel. I'm David Michael. This is Tony DeSero. And once again, keep on spinning.